Hello, my name is Artavia Bullard, and I decided to start this podcast at a crucial time in my life. After being a stay-at-home mom for five years and realizing I've been stuck and detached from myself, I'm stepping into a whole new world of rediscovery, and I'm inviting you all along for the ride. Walk alongside me and help me answer the question, can you see my growth? Well, hopefully you'll be able to see my growth. Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast where you listen to me work through my shit through journaling. And today's entry was inspired by a random video I saw on the internet. Okay, settling leads to suffering. Is this true? I saw a video online where the statement statement was made. It really has me thinking. I am suffering, but does it have anything to do with settling? Have I been settling? If so, when did it start? When did I start to compromise who I was? Did I even notice? This is starting to be a reoccurring problem. Putting others' feelings before my own. Why do I think that this is how you show love? Do I think I don't deserve love? I thought when you love someone, you compromise. So that's what I did, not realizing I was the only one compromising. I was loving, but I wasn't being loved. I thought I was compromising, but I was really settling. Sorry. So, yeah, that's like, I don't know. It's like a real eye opener to me. I've just really been thinking about this and like that last line hit me like I thought I was compromising but I was really settling and I don't even know when this started to happen like I kind of have an idea you know I kind of have an idea when it started happening I would make suggestions and I'm talking about my most recent relationship my five-year marriage now I I remember little like subtle things settle uh subtle things happening I'm sorry I can't speak today but I remember little subtle things happening like uh I would have an opinion and I would say well you know maybe we can try this and then he will be like, well, I like this. And then I'll be like, okay, well, let's, we can do that. Like, I didn't even put up a fight. I didn't even say like, well, I really want this. And sometimes he would ask me questions, like, as far as what I would want or, you know, what I think about something. And when I gave him my answer, he always dismissed it. But I guess I figured because he was asking the question that that mean he wanted my input like he really cared about how I was feeling and what I was thinking about and like I really had a say in our relationship and that wasn't the case and I how did so many years go by how did so much time go by without me even realizing that this was happening I know once I got pregnant and I had a lot of uh, complications because I was 
37 when I got pregnant and that's considered a geriatric pregnancy. And I had um, different things that I had to deal with during that. So it was a, a lot was on my mind. And that's when he first started to, you know, work out of town, work in different states. And, and I had so much going on with the pregnancy that I just really couldn't focus that much on what he was going on, what he had going on, because I was just so consumed with, you know, my high risk pregnancy. And now as I look back on it, he wasn't concerned. <laughs> he wasn't concerned at all, but I was so concerned. I wasn't concerned that he decided to work in another state. While I was pregnant, I wasn't, so I, I guess I can take some accountability for that. Maybe I should have been more concerned. I remember being really upset that um, that had happened, but at the time, it wasn't anything that I could do. We were renting an apartment. I had just renewed the lease the same day, and like hours after I renewed the lease, he called to tell me that he had got another job in another state. Like, who does this? And I didn't, I didn't, like, I, I just didn't think about it too much. I remember being upset in a moment and telling him that I was upset about it, but I let it go so quick. I let it go really fast. And I just continued to focus on my, it's like my focus changed and I was like super mom and just only worried about my babies and nothing else. And maybe that's not what I should have done, but that's what I did. Can't take it back now because, you know, years have gone by. My son is three now, so, you know, years have gone by. I can't take that decision back. And everything happens for a reason because, you know, I wouldn't know what I know now if I didn't make the choice that I made back then. So I'm not going to dwell on it. But I'm just really, you know, perplexed. Like, when did this happen? <laughs> when did I just compromise everything? Like, and I don't want to say, did I care? Because I know I, I know I cared. I know I do care. But I, why did I let it go so easily? I think maybe that's why I'm so, you know, going back and forth with myself. Like I just let it go so easily. And then it just, everything snowballed from there. We start seeing each other less. I maybe saw him once or twice a year for the next three years. Only saw him once or twice a year. So why was I so surprised when everything fell apart? Like, I, I don't even know. I guess I felt like, <clears throat> like what I wrote down, that when you love someone, you compromise. I felt like I loved him so much and this is how I'm going to show him that I love him is by compromising and you know letting this all happen 
so that he can see that I'm supporting him and that I love him. It's okay. I'm going to hold this family down. I'm going to do what I have to do. I'm going to take care of the children. I'm going to be a faithful wife, a mother. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to hold, you know, hold the family together. And that's what I was telling myself. I'm doing this because, you know, I have to do what I have to do for the family. But it was like I was just being held on a shelf somewhere waiting while he lived his life, traveled from country to country and, you know, state to state, going out whenever he wanted to. I mean, living his life. And I didn't live my life. I didn't live. I I was living at one point before I moved, before we moved. And once we moved, we did this last move to Texas. I was, because I had friends where we were before we moved from Arizona. And I had friends. I had you know, a support system. I had so many people who were there for me. So I don't even know why I thought it was a good idea to move here because that's what he wanted. And I was compromising again, even though I knew I didn't have a support system here. And then I became even more isolated than I already was. And then I went into a deep depression and I really just started letting things fly. Like, you know, let it slide, let it slide, because I just wasn't happy. But at this point, I knew I wasn't happy. I knew it, but it was like, it was a different type of unhappiness, one that I haven't experienced before. I guess you can like, a. I don't want to say depression, I don't like to use that word, but it was like a stuck unhappiness, like I was It was like I was so unhappy, but I was stuck and I couldn't do anything about it. Like, I'm just unhappy, but where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Who can I turn to? I didn't have anybody, so I was just stuck. And I didn't turn, you know, within. I didn't question myself. I didn't. That's why I always say, I don't know if you guys listen to me, I always say, Question yourself. Ask yourself questions. Why are you making these decisions? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why am I thinking this way? Why are these thoughts going through my head? I know I'm an overthinker, but I'm, hey, I am praising overthinking because it's not always a bad thing. Sometimes it is bad, but it's not always a bad thing. Sometimes you have to overthink and question yourself. I wish I would have started questioning myself sooner. It wasn't until the shit hit the fan and everything was a complete disaster until I was crying every day and just so upset and just couldn't barely get out of bed. That's when I started to question myself, like, why am I so upset? Why am I upset? Why am I reacting this way? Why am I doing all of this? Why? Is it because I love, I'm in love? Because this ain't love. This can't be love. This has nothing to do with love. Why am I so upset? 
I can't say because I love someone because no one who loves me could ever have me in this state and then not even try to come and see about me, to hug me, to comfort me, to, you know, tell me it's going to be, you know, okay. Like, how hard is that? How hard is it to say, I love you? And when I look back at it, he never even said that. He never. It was always, I I miss you. I miss you guys so much. But it was never, I love you. It was always something little slick. Like, I'm not saying you have to tell me. It's, I'm not saying that. You have to love me the way I'm telling you to love me. Like you have to say these exact words or you don't love me. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, how come you can't just flat out say, I love you? You know, like I don't feel like that's too much to ask for. And even showing it in your actions by, hey, I know you're pregnant. I know you're having a complicated pregnancy. I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to stay here and I'm going to support you. Like, it's it's just the little things. Like, I don't think that that is too much to ask for. Uh, a hug, uh, uh, embrace. You don't have to lie to me. You don't have to say, you know, make up things. Don't make up nothing. I can handle the truth. Don't lie, you know, tell the truth. And you can still hug me and and just say, well, I don't know if it's going to be okay if you don't feel it's going to be okay. But none of that. So why was I crying? Why was I so upset? The more and more I start to look back at it and see see it for what it really was. It's like baffling it really is is how did I put myself in this situation how did I think that I was being loved was I scared to just be alone I before I got married I was single for five years you know maybe that had something to do with it maybe I just was tired of being single I was single for a long time So I took, I traded in five years of being single and being happy by myself for five years of being miserable with someone. That is crazy. That is crazy. And I'm not, I wasn't and I'm not expecting him to be like my source of happiness. He wasn't my source of happiness because before I got with him, I was happy. But over the years, my happiness slowly got chipped away at, chipped away at and I'm not blaming him. I'm being accountable for my actions. I allowed this to happen. I I allowed him to slowly chip away at who I truly was because I thought compromising was love but I was the only one that was compromising no one else was compromising but me I was the only one making the sacrifices I was the one that was doing everything alone 
So, I guess I'm back at the beginning. When did this happen for me? When did I think that was love? And, you know, usually I go back into my childhood to try to figure out, you know, when did this start? But I don't know. I don't know when this started. I know I was alone a lot when I was a kid. I remember even my sister, I was talking to my sister the other day and she was like, I barely remember you when we were growing up. I didn't even think you were my sister until you were like seven. Like, wow, are you serious? Is that serious? Is Are you serious? And she was serious. How could she not even know that I was her sister? Like, where was I? What was I doing that she didn't even realize that I was there for all this time? That is crazy. So I know when I was younger, I maybe I was just alone too much and I was always wanting some attention. I was always wanting, you know, to be loved because nobody ever really showed me love. Nobody showed me love. No, I'm not saying that I wasn't loved because like I said, you can't tell people how to love you. I'm not even saying that my husband didn't love me in his own way. I'm pretty sure that he did love me, but Hey, it wasn't in a healthy way. That was good for me. You know, it wasn't a, a, a love that was good for me and that's okay. You know, the type of love that I give isn't for everybody and the type of love that you give isn't for everybody. That's okay. Because if that was the case, we would be out here loving every dang on body. It wouldn't be relationships. Everybody would just be in one big old pool loving on each other. If that's how it worked. But anywho, back to the story. Yeah, I, I, no one ever showed me what love really was, what love looked like. So I think I've just been like stumbling around trying to figure out what love was, what love is for me and how I like to show love and how I like to receive love. And during this process, I have settled a lot. And now I, I don't want to settle anymore. I'm not going to settle and I'm going to and I'm okay with that. It's okay for me not to settle. It's okay for me to I don't want to say demand cuz I don't that's a little aggressive of a word, but it's okay for me to let my partner know how I want to be loved and to hold them to that standard. It's okay for my partner to tell me how they want to be loved and hold me to that standard. And if I can't hold up to that, if I can't do that, and if they can't do that for me, then we don't need to be together. And that that's okay. It's okay to not settle. It's okay to not compromise yourself. It's okay to have lists. You know, some people like to do lists and, hey, I want A, B, C, D. That's okay. 
If that's what you want, that's what you want. There's, there is nothing wrong with that because I'm pretty sure there's somebody out there who's willing to give you what you want. You just have to find that person and not beat yourself up for getting rid of people who don't want to hold up to your standards. If you, and that doesn't mean, because I don't know, I, I can't speak for everyone, but I know there has been times where when people have standards, they are put down. I When I grew up, there's time when people have standards, they would say things like, oh, she's stuck up. She's stuck up because she has standards. I'm stuck up because I have standards. You saying, hey, hooli hoo, what, what they say back in the day? Like, hey, show day, hey, yo, show day. Just because you're saying, hey, yo, show day to me and I'm not answering to you, I'm stuck up and you're going to disrespect me and call me out of my name. It's It could be the middle of the night. I'm walking out of a club. You know, back when I used to club, this happened to me all the time. Guys would say, hey, yo, show day, come here. And, uh... I would ignore them and just keep walking. It's the middle of the night. Like you want me to walk up to your car in the middle of the night and you're a stranger and you want that to be okay. But for me, keeping my own safety and going to my car by myself or with my friends to be safe and not go around some drunken strangers that's disrespecting me because I'm not walking up to them because my my name's not shorty. Like it it, it just doesn't make any sense. But that's how I grew up. If you had any type of standard, and that's not even a high standard. That's just like the bare minimum. Hey, I have a name. But no, if you have any type of standards, you were put down. You were degraded. You were basically just compressed into this ball of nothingness until you complied until you just went along with what they said because if you did it you just it would get scary at times and that is crazy that's crazy that's not acceptable so I guess I I did figure out how this happened (laughs) I guess I did answer my question because years and years of this of not being allowed to have standards, not being allowed to um, have morals. Like you can't believe in any, and I don't, I'm not speaking for everyone. I'm just speaking for myself and the area and the people that I grew up with. You are not allowed to love yourself. You are not allowed to be proud of who you were. Because they will break you down so bad that you will be nothing. By the time they were done with all these years of putting you down. Oh, you think you this. You think you cute. You get, 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 get. Like, I can't even get dressed. Oh, I think I cute. I can't think I'm cute. Like, years of this. That That is why, that's a part of it. That's not the whole thing. But that is a part of why I I am this way. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Because I'm learning. I'm learning. And I'm ready to change. 
and I'm going to keep you guys updated. I'm going to let you know that I'm not settling. I'm not settling. No, I I have standards. And I'm, it's sad to say that apparently I didn't have any in the past. Well, hey, guess what? The past is the past. What happened tomorrow ain't got nothing to do with today. Because no, no, not anymore. There's no way. And if you can't accept that I have standards and I want to be loved a certain type of way, that's okay. And I'm not going to bash you. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say, oh, well, he ain't, he ain't nothing anyway. No, no. That's not what I'm going to do. I love you. But I love myself even more. I do. I love myself more. I love myself enough to say, no, this isn't how I want to be loved. So I'm just going to have to walk away from this situation. Hey, it is what it is. I'm not going to say that, but <laughs> it is what it is. But I will say I, I love myself enough to walk away from this situation. I do. And I hope you do, too. If you happen to be in, in this in this similar situation or in any situation where someone is not valuing who you are, value yourself. Love yourself. That doesn't mean you don't love anybody else. That doesn't mean that you hate someone. That doesn't mean you think you're better than anybody. That doesn't mean anything but what it is. I love myself. That's it. I don't have to explain it. You don't have to explain it. And that's another thing that I do. I always over explain something. There's nothing else to talk about. There's nothing else to talk about. There's nothing else I need to say. Why you why you don't want to be with me? Because I love myself. That's it. And walk away. And you don't even have to say that. You You can be nice and say that, but you don't have to. Love yourself, okay? <sighs> yeah. So thanks, guys, for tuning in to my podcast. And I hope I encourage you the way you encourage me. I love you and always remember to leave with love or love yourself enough to leave. And my truth is not your truth. Everybody has their own truth. I encourage you to find yours.